0: And I'm Kamna. We are women who have struggled with body image issues and weight in one way or another.
1: We want to normalize the struggles that we all face and find comfort in the fact that we are not alone. At the same time, we want to
0: explore ideas that have worked for others to
1: discover changes that might work for us. And at the end of every episode, we will create a call to action. And we encourage you to make your own call to action. Hi, Kavna. Hi, Leah. How are you this evening? Yeah, I'm great. How are you? I'm good. I'm excited to uh, get my call to action off my chest, but would you oh. like to go first this I, week?
0: My, mine was lighter, so I'll start it with it. I oh. was supposed to buy a dedicated notebook to write down all the compliments that I receive in a week so I could put the focus on the positive rather than the negative. Now, buying a notebook, I don't know why. It's a little stressful for me. Um, I have to agree with you a million percent, but go on. Because I wanted it to be something that I loved looking at that was a little sparkly and girly, and I don't, I want it. But mature. You want sparkly, girly, (laughs) and mature. Okay, go on. It has to be mature, and I want it to be lined, but not like collar jeweled. It has to be white. So there's a lot of
1: specifications it has to meet. We do also feel like you get locked into it. Like, I have to fill this whole thing up once I get it. Yes. And it's it's a lot of pressure on it. Yes. Okay, go on. So
0: I didn't buy the notebook yet, but I did keep track of the compliments which I got, which were two, uh, which these people said I looked very pretty, but it was my parents. So it still counts. It still counts. Yes.
1: It still counts. Absolutely. Because
0: they would tell me if I didn't look pretty also.
1: They would tell you, say that again.
0: They would tell me if I didn't look good. Oh, they
1: would? Oh, yes. No, they wouldn't. Oh, yes. Are you okay? Are you not feeling well? Oh, <laughs> is that a sign that you're not feel that you're not looking good when someone yeah. says that? Or when someone says, you look so tired. <gasps> Are you okay? Have I been missing this? <laughs> I don't know. I think I get told that a lot by my mom and sisters. Really? They're telling me I look terrible? No,
0: not terrible. Oh. Just, just look just, at how I
1: interpreted that. Make, isn't that maybe crazy? Making that
0: much effort.
1: That's interesting. So I did keep track of the compliments, okay. and I'm going to keep adding. And I'm sure adding. somebody else said a compliment to you. Uh, you just maybe not have paid attention.
0: Maybe, okay. Because I need my notebook. You need your notebook <laughs> to jot it down. <laughs> then I'll be more cognizant. I feel like once I have the notebook in my hand, I'll be more aware and write it down. And then I'll i I think this is going to be very powerful for me that I can focus on. Yeah the good things people say instead of the negative things people say.
1: Yeah, negative isn't a good place to be. No. It's just not. No. No. But on a side note, I will take a picture of all of my journals. I think I have at least six. Really? That I use at all times. It's a little bit ridiculous. So you have one for your morning dump. Oh, my God. I have have my brain dump one. I have my planner slash everything that we do that day gets written into it. So that's that one. I have one for me and my daughter because I write to her every single day. I have a food one. Wow. I have this one that is right in front of me for the for the our podcast. So is that at five right there? Wait,
0: I need I uh, sorry <gasps> to backtrack. What is your food one?
1: I have a food one where I write down my S's, my breakfast, lunch, dinner, and snacks. And I do that in the morning as well.
0: Really? Yeah. So you plan
1: your whole day? I try to. I'm not a hundred percent on that one, but I'm pretty good at doing that. Even snacks? Yeah. I usually plan like four snacks. Oh, is it and options? Then, yes, because I don't always know what I want. Again, but that's I don't do that one religiously like I do the other ones. I'm gonna take that's a picture of all of them. That's fascinating
0: to me. I love it. It's I'm very inspired. I need to just get the one. So I'll get the one, and then I'll be at your level. You'll be at
1: my level. Yeah. All right. I can't wait to see what it looks like too. I'm intrigued. Yeah, it. me too. All right. So you want to hear about my call to action? Oh don't yes, you? I all right. do. My call to action was to forget the negative comments and forgive the negative comments that um, were have said been said to me in the past. And I tried all kinds of different things. I even did this one ridiculous one where you pretend that the negative comment is, a sorry if this is bothering, I'm sorry if anybody does this and I called it ridiculous, but where you imagine the negative feeling a flower and then you peel the petals off. And I was really trying to do all of this like touchy-feely work on it and it just wasn't working it wasn't for me and I don't know what happened but it was like a couple days later after really trying to forgive and forget and move on from it I think I had this moment where this is going to make me sound like a horrible person no no but I had this moment when I went oh my goodness I think the same comments that have been said to me I just have a filter you think about other people yes so I'm going to give you an example I don't like man buns. I hate them. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't like them. However, I have a filter. I Mm -hmm. would never go up to somebody and say, your man bun is horrible and I hate it. Mm -hmm. I filter it. I'm the same as those people that have said something to me. They just don't have a filter. Well, I think there's a difference though
0: because... Wait, let me ask you if there's a difference. Okay. I think the comments that we spoke about last week with the people criticizing your looks or just a lot of inference that they associated a judgment about who you were as
1: a person based on how you looked. Well, and now I'm thinking that they weren't. It made me really realize that I don't think many people are judging me as a person. They're just doing it on my appearance. So this is really interesting. So I'm okay with it. You can judge my appearance a million times because I – I'm not right for everybody, just like man buns aren't right for me. Just as blondes don't – some people don't like blondes. Some people don't like brunettes. Some people don't like – do you know what I mean? And I was so – once I, like, put myself in their position and I was like, I kind of do the same thing. Like, there are times when I've looked at people, if they have this big scruffy beard, and I'm like, not for me. And what's that's the same thing as the person said about my hair. It's the same thing that somebody might have said that I'm chubby. Not for them. Yeah. I can be chubby to – other people and they don't mind. I just, real, I don't know. I had this moment of realizing that like, I think we're all a little bit like that. So I can't take it to heart unless I'm willing to never think negative thoughts about other people.
0: Oh my gosh. That's so profound. That's so profound because we all think the negative thoughts. Uh, right? We all think them. We don't all verbalize them. Mm-hmm. And most of the negative thoughts, I think, especially at this age, are directed inwards. Mm-hmm. But we do make judgments about people and we do assess how they look and make a decision about who they're going to be as a person. Mm-hmm. And that's not fair. I right. think that's a very important
1: realization that you had. Oh, well, thank you. I, I, I just really, really sat down and I went, oh my gosh, I can't get mad at somebody or hold a grudge against somebody for saying something negative to me when I think things negative about people. Yeah. So I, it really helped me let it go. I was like, "Huh, I'm letting it go," because I, I've done the
0: same thing. It's so honest of you to admit that and to use that as a way to sort of understand the people who have said not, negative comments to you. I think that's very powerful. Yeah,
1: I don't think they were there. I know they weren't saying they didn't like me as a person. They were just saying that somebody else was prettier or somebody else was more attractive or somebody else had a better body. That's fine. I, there are plenty more people in the world that have all of those things than me. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why I was so hung up on it until this moment when I went, I kind of do the same thing, but I just don't verbalize it.
0: Right. But that verbalization is
1: really where someone can get hurt. Mm -hmm. And that made me me really glad and happy and proud of myself that I do have that filter. mm -hmm. And some people maybe just aren't born with it or they weren't taught it. Right. And I can't be mad at them for that. I can't be. Right. Now, there's a difference between somebody being deliberately mean but these people weren't literally, I don't think, and in your case too, even the lady in the elevator, I don't think she was deliberately trying to be mean to right. you or the different situation. Well,
0: and I think those people who are being really mean, we can excuse that behavior away right away. Yeah. They're just mean. They're just rude. mean people. Right. And the people who are, we don't, they're in the gray zone. It's sort of like, I think that understanding that, oh yeah, we all kind of do it. We just don't say it out loud. Yeah. That's an important one. Yeah, it's really I think good for good. you. Good, so you don't
1: think I'm a horrible person. You still no. want to be my friend. I okay.
0: think you're a great person and you're honest. And I don't know if there's a person out there who doesn't have at least some negative thoughts
1: mm-hmm. about others, right? Or about yourself. And I'm and I'm working on it now. I've caught myself several times be- thinking negative thoughts about other people. Wow. Yeah, I've caught myself a couple times. I'll give you an, an example. This is so embarrassing. I shouldn't even admit this. But my daughter and I were getting ice cream on Saturday night. And the the young girl at the um, ice cream had a nose thing that I was, like, not a fan of. And I remember thinking horrible thought, like, in my head. And I went, I'm doing it. Like, that's her style. She loves it. It makes her feel good for whatever reason. And I'm like, why am I casting a judgment on her? It's right. the same as somebody saying they didn't like my hair brunette versus blonde. Right. It's the same thing, right? So I need to just catch myself and say, "I'm allowed to not. I, I'm allowed to not like that for me, but for you, it's fine." Absolutely. So absolutely. I had a big
0: growth this week. I did not expect it to go in this direction. I didn't either. By the way, I didn't either. I thought you were going to say something completely different, and I'm happy that this is the realization that you had. Oh, good. I'm really happy. Actually, it makes me
1: think about it too. Good. Now I'm oh, okay. Well, I'll ask you another time what you thought direction it was going to go into.
0: I don't know. I just thought you were going to say that you are still needing to work on oh, it, okay. and you needed to realize certain things. And I'm happy that
1: it was it was different. Yeah, I'm it was completely happy. different than I thought it would be. So I love it. So what are we doing today? What's our topic of discussion today?
0: Um, I think we can talk about confidence in the kitchen. Oh, and cooking? Cooking. And how it affects how you eat. Okay. And how you prepare food and okay. just general how you're feeding yourself. All right. So why do I get a feeling that you like being in the kitchen? <laughs> <laughs> I love being in the kitchen. Do you really? It's I feel a love. really comfortable. I like experimenting. I like feeding people. I have had some uh, disasters. Okay. But
1: overall, I just really love the kitchen. So, you know, our friend Joni, we have a mutual friend Joni, and she says that one love language that isn't talked about is food. Oh, She's a firm believer that people love each other with food and it's a love language. Do you feel that way as well? Yes. A
0: hundred percent with my background and my culture, and I'm sure for many other cultures, Mm
1: -hmm. food
0: is communication and food is, let me take care of you. And food is, this is the way I'm paying attention to you. Really? So for me, that is all who I am. I'll feed you to take care of you or to feed your soul or mm. whatever it is you need. Is it expected? From me? From from the people that you love. I think now because I enjoy it. So okay. they do have an expectation, but it's someone that I have set. Okay. So another question. If you did live alone, would you still want to cook? I still, when I am alone on those days, I still cook for myself. When your husband travels or whatever, yes. you'll still cook for yourself. Yes. I still cook for myself. That's
1: interesting. But I
0: cook things that I like to eat that he doesn't
1: like to eat. And like smaller portions, I'm mm-hmm. assuming? Or I'll make enough for two days. Okay. I know so many people that will say, like, it's just them at home, so why cook? And I just wondered if somebody loves it, that they still would love it. And you do. Well, I cook what I like to eat. And I think
0: that's a a little... You know when you can sit down and watch the TV show that you want? Yes. And you can just like bum out in your pajamas with your blanket and just watch TV? Yeah, Like whatever. Your Bachelor, my Bravo. It's it's that level of I'm just taking care of myself and doing what I like. So you don't dread it? No, I like it. I actually plan it out. Okay, walk us through that. What do you mean? So if I'm going to be alone home for a couple of days, I will... Buy the things that I want. I'll make a list of things that I want to eat. So, for example, if it's vegetarian chili, okay, um, I'll make it in a batch and then I'll freeze some and I'll keep some. Or if it's butternut squash soup, that's something that my husband's not crazy about, so I like it a lot. Oh. Or a pizza with um, a, like a white sauce base and then a salad on top. That's, you put a salad on your pizza. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. A salad on your pizza. It's delicious. Do you make the crust too? Um, Sort of. It's like from a box. So the crust is just a yeasty dough. Okay. I just love it. It just feels like I'm eating something really good for me and delicious and something that I like. Okay. So how did you get that way? Have you always been that way? I think if I asked my mom, she would say yes. Okay. I was always kind of cooking. Even when I didn't know how to cook, I would get recipe books out and just play around and I would make dishes and people were like, what are you cooking? And yeah. then it would turn out really good or sometimes not so good.
1: Okay. So that's a problem I think a lot of us have is like when it, when it doesn't come out good. Are you comfortable in the kitchen? Um, I, I'm comfortable in the kitchen. I don't enjoy it. What do you but mean? But I, 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 what I mean is I, I do it because I know I, I need to, I mm-hmm. need to feed my family. I need to feed my husband and myself and all that. I do it. Do I love it? No. I don't love it at all. What is it about it that you don't love? Um, I think it's the prep. It's the cutting. It's the taking time and doing it. I think it's uh, there's a lot. It's the cleanup. I don't like the cleanup involved. I don't like I'm cleanup I'm pretty up good, <laughs> actually. When I get down to it and I make something, I'm yeah. pretty good at it. It's just the doing it. And actually, that's not even true. It's the thought of doing it that's overwhelming. It's sort of like exercise. Yeah, kind of. You're right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Right? You got when you it. you think about it, you're like, oh, yeah. God, I have to go work out. But once I'm doing it, yeah. it's not so bad. Yeah. yeah. I found it, I've discovered for me, the secret is I put my iPad on the kitchen counter with headphones on, and I put something on as I'm prepping and cleaning and doing all the cooking does that help you distract you from the work no no it just makes me feel i'm i guess i'm not bored then or i feel like i'm doing two things at once are you a multitasker yeah i think so i think that that's why i don't like cooking Mm. probably yeah
0: huh i know i watch a show on my ipad too while you cook sometimes yeah you do yeah Sometimes I just need the noise or if it's a show that I don't need to pay attention to, yeah. it's on in the background so I can catch up. Right. Don't you feel like you're killing two birds with one stone? Though? Kind of, yeah. Yeah, especially like, good. if there are days when I'm not really sitting
1: down mm-hmm. and I, but I really want to catch up on my shows,
0: I'll put it on. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, so let me – walk us through the planning for you. Do you do that on a Sunday, on a Monday, on a as the week goes? How do you plan your dinners? Uh, well, it's twofold. Dinners are, you know
0: – We tend to make the same things all the time, don't you think? Oh, yeah. Like, there's a few staples that we make weekly. Okay. I make a lot of Indian food, but also Mexican. Once a week, probably pasta. Um, And I make two different kinds of pasta. One, like, a regular pasta for my husband. And then I'll make the zucchini noodles, the zoodles for myself because I'm trying not to eat the wheat. So it's I will still make something separate for myself if I don't like it.
1: Does that bother you? No, because I get to eat what I want. I I feel the same way. Let me just tell you right now. I don't mind making two different meals. No. No. If we went out at a restaurant, we would order all different food. Oh yeah. So the whole thought of and I think that I grew up this way is like and everybody around me I've heard say I'm making one dinner and one dinner only. Right. Which I get. But we don't all like the same thing. We don't all have the same taste for the same thing at the same time. So I feel like there should—if you don't like it, that's okay. I'm not going to take. I'm not going to be offended by it. You can make something else. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't bother me at all anymore. Yeah, it really doesn't. Or when
0: you're in the kitchen, is anyone there with you, or is it usually you alone?
1: Depends. Sometimes, sometimes there are people with me. Sometimes not. Is anybody helping you or working? No, hardly ever. Okay, which is fine. It really is fine. I don't mind it. It's better when I'm left alone in there because <laughs> I have five million things going on at once yeah. usually. So yeah, yeah, and I know which way I'm doing it. But
0: well, and then the second way, the planning. Um, you asked um, if I have an event that I'm that I want to make something a little bit different. Mm-hmm. I know this is going to sound really weird, but I'll go to the grocery store and I'll walk around. And I'll get inspired to make certain dishes.
1: Really? Yeah. (laughs) You know. This might be the first time I've ever heard somebody, like you don't look at recipes on Facebook or Pinterest. Oh, no, I do. Oh, okay.
0: I do if I'm really stuck. But sometimes it's, you need that moment of inspiration of what can I make that's different? I'm tired of eating the
1: same food every day. Okay, that's the stopping. I need to pause you for a second because I don't know anybody who does that. Who does? and I love that you do that that you want to make something different for parties and events everybody I know always has the same old same old same old and including myself so you want you choose something different for events yeah so, uh, what, so I'll give yeah. you an example tell okay. and why tell me why and all of the above go on um usually I have a
0: theme for some of my events and my food <laughs> This is going to make me sound crazy, but my food has to go along with the theme. So one year we did um, an astrology-themed party where you had to come dressed in the color of your birthstone.
1: Oh, and,
0: I want to come to your parties. <laughs> go on. And the food was matching that. So I had a red velvet cake, which represented August, which was like lion, you know, the Leo. Yeah. Um. And I had something fiery and spicy for Scorpio, and I had something really balanced for
1: Libra. This is, this is not just a party. This is an event. You're No, right.
0: but I, I think for me, that food piece is, I enjoy it so much that I like to put the effort.
1: Really? Mm-hmm.
0: I know not everybody is there, and I enjoy it, but I think... It probably makes it fun. It makes it much more fun. Do you make little signs up and all that stuff too? Yeah, those are only for the big parties. For like a regular dinner party, it's usually standard fare.
1: Okay, so if you just had a regular dinner party, Mm -hmm. it's food you've always made or do you look up special new things to try?
0: Well, I always host Thanksgiving, so this is a good example for me. So um, I like to cook and I like to create new different dishes. And when the one year where I was really tired or didn't have time, and I made the same old thing. Somebody asked, like, what, what happened? Usually have, like, really interesting things for us to try. What happened? I'm so blown away. So for even for Thanksgiving, you'll make different things. It's because, like you said, it gets boring. It gets sort of monotonous. So I want to have some something interesting if I'm trying a new recipe, and if it turns out great, wonderful. If it doesn't, then it's going direct to the garbage disposal or the trash can. But okay.
1: It, you know, just tr- try something to make it interesting. I'm so intrigued by this. Okay, so let's say your kids were living back at home. Did you ever have birthday parties for them? Oh yeah. So when you had a birthday party, you would just like I'm gonna be honest. It's pizza we get, and we get I don't know depends on the mood wings, or we'll get chicken tenders or something like that. What were they? What were were they all different always? It was different. If we had a bowling party, of course
0: it was pizza, but I would make the cake. Okay. If it was um. Another place, it would be whatever they were serving okay. right, that we'd order from.
1: So, yeah. But you always, even for Thanksgiving, you have different. Yeah. That's so fun. When, do you remember the first dish you ever cooked? Oh, wow. That's a deep question. Um, as Or it, the first time you were in the kitchen that you remember? Um, when I was older living at home in my 20s and I still lived at home with my parents, we all took turns and we picked dinner once a week. We are One day a week, we all had to pick dinner and make it. And I know I did that then. And I don't remember anything specific. Oh, I know. Yes, I remember I made a peach meatloaf one time. What is that? That was one of my first things I ever made. And I don't know why it just intrigued me. And I remember my dad being like horrified by it. And he actually was like, this was pretty good. But I've never made it again. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. But um, yeah, it was interesting. It was different. Peach it was mimo? like peach preserves you put on top of it. Oh, like a savory and sweet? Yeah. Oh. That was one of the first things I ever remember making. Interesting. And I don't know. Everybody seemed to like it.
0: I don't know. What about you? Uh, the first thing that I remember learning and making is a chocolate chip cake. I was staying with a friend for a week, and her mom made this cake. And I said, I really want to learn how to make this cake. And I think I was – don't laugh at me. I think I was probably like 10 or 12 years old. I got the recipe from her. I made it at home. And everybody thought I was like a genius because I made this cake. But oh, so it made you I feel a good. I think that's, this is deep. Yes, it made me feel good. I like the accolades that I got from it. That's probably why I still like it today.
1: Wait a minute. So do we think that part of if we like cooking or not has to do with like going back to our first time we ever, what happened the first time we made food? I think that makes a difference, don't you? I don't know. I, I I'm gonna have to really think about this. This is very fascinating. What to is me.
0: your? Do you remember any time you failed at something in the kitchen?
1: Um, as a being married, I remember never. My husband is fabulous with this, by the way. He'll always just say, "Yeah, don't make it again," and he'll eat the rest of it. Mm-hmm. So that means to me, yeah, that he doesn't really. He's not a fan of it but I don't remember of a real bad fail. I mean, besides burning something. I've burnt many things and been like, crap, I got to throw that out. But I've never had a fail fail. Have you?
0: I was making something and in the beginning of when as a newly married person, I would get recipes from my mom over the phone. So you can't really, I'm a visual learner, so I can't, couldn't tell. So there have been things that turned out the wrong color, like green, where they were not supposed to be green. So that went directly to the trash. Did you even try it, though? No. No, no. no. It was the wrong color. It was not even looking appetizing. But it could have tasted delicious. I don't think so. <laughs> there have been moments where it's like, please don't make this again. And please just, you know, yeah, stick to what you know. But I still keep trying.
1: Well, I think that's part of this whole thing is like you keep trying. And we all have to do that. We have to get in that kitchen and keep trying, no matter what, right? Yeah, I think so.
0: All right, how about we do a little speed round of um, things that may make you comfortable or may not make you comfortable? Okay. What do you think? Okay, I'm... I'm, You game? I'm game. You throw it at me. All right. Do you understand herbs and spices? Not even a little bit. Do you? I think I do to some degree, but then I meet somebody who is like a chef... And I'm like, I don't know anything. I would love to talk
1: to somebody who knows all about oh, herbs yeah. and spices,
0: you know, and the combinations yes. and what's good
1: for you and what's not, and what goes. And not together. afraid to put things together. And you're like, I would have never
0: put those together, right? And- like, I never really used to use ginger until recently, and I'm
1: like, oh, this adds so much flavor. Ginger scares me a little bit. Yeah, I have ground I ginger. I agree, and I like whatever it says to put like a teaspoon I do half of whatever it always tells me because I'm scared of it yeah
0: I buy the ginger in a tube because I okay. don't use that much but I want a little bit because it gives the food a little bit of yeah body
1: by the way I also don't know how to store herbs oh yeah you know what I mean like yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I see all these things where you can like put it in ice cube trays and I don't I don't know how to I don't do, know how that, to do either. that either. We need a specialist. Okay, that's on the list to find a specialist to interview, right? Um, how about kitchen tools? Are you a whiz or not? Um, kitchen tools. I don't feel like you need them. Okay. I don't. I feel like if you have a knife and a spatula, you're pretty much set. Good to go. I mean, I have food scissors and I go to those a lot, but what What do you? I mean, I have a, let me tell you, I have drawerfuls of gadgets that I, have, I don't use. That's true. I mean... That's true. What For what? I don't need them.
0: I think my probably my favorite um, shopping, besides clothes, is kitchen tools. So and do you
1: I, have a ton of kitchen
0: tools? I probably do, and a, probably a, a good bulk of them I don't use. You're probably right. What's your favorite one? Oh, gosh. Probably some of my appliances, I would think. Okay. I really, really, really like the stand mixer. Oh, the, the yeah. That's probably my favorite. I use that a lot... Uh, the food processor I use a lot. Um, And then I have like a ton of spatulas and whisks. And I I have a whole bunch of different things. I just
1: like them. I have more spatulas than anybody. And you know what? I'm going (laughs) to tell you something. My husband said to me once, do you really need this many? And you know what I said to him? Do you really need that many screwdrivers? (laughs) Because he's got more screwdrivers. He's got every size, shape, long handles, small handles. And he went, You're right. You're touche. You're right. I'll (laughs) never bother you with your spatulas again. Are you a person who uses shortcuts or do you like start from scratch all the time? Um, Both. I'm becoming more of a from scratch person because I'm really trying to be more conscious of what I'm cooking with and putting in my food. But I, I would love it. I love any shortcut idea. Yeah. Same. Yeah. So you prefer scratch? I prefer scratch, but
0: I like things that are easier. So shortcuts yeah. help. Like I'm fine with a Betty Crocker box. Cake. I
1: was just gonna say <laughs> that. I'm more than fine with that. Same. All right. All right. How are you with trying new recipes? Um. Okay. So this goes back to if my if I was by myself, I would probably be more willing to try a recipe. Mm-hmm. I can look at a recipe and I know it's gonna look good to me, but I know my family won't eat it, so I won't even make it. Like yeah. my husband and daughter don't want anything with lemon in it and i love lemon in my food oh, yeah. so like i don't make chicken piccata or i don't make anything with lemon in it because so i'm i'm in the middle of that mm-hmm. i'm not afraid to but i don't typically do it okay and I th- you want to make new stuff i do i love it i think it just makes the kitchen
0: more so your husband will place. eat any of it um mostly okay sometimes he he's like what is this yeah but he'll try it and he'll
1: give it a shot, you know. Usually, I'm trying to think about like I feel like sometimes we would need to be just honest with the people we live with and say, you know what, I'm trying a new hobby, <laughs> and I'm going to try new recipes, and it's okay if you don't like them, right? Yeah. Like it's okay, you don't have to like them. Oh, I'm mean, yeah. just try it out, I mean, maybe that's why sometimes we don't want to try new recipes. A lot of times because you're afraid of the failure. You're more afraid that somebody's not going to like it, hmm. and then, then you feel like a failure. So, yeah, afraid of failure in yeah. a roundabout way. True. Okay. Um, are you good with your pantry staples? Hmm.
0: What, what are pantry staples? Um, like things you always have on hand so you can make stuff at the ready, or do you always need to go to the grocery store?
1: Oh, gosh, I feel like I'm always at the grocery store. Um, I usually have a good, I usually have something that I can whip together, if need okay. be. Yeah. Maybe not be the healthiest of whatever it is, but there's usually something. What about yeah. you? Yeah, I,
0: my pantry's, like, overloaded right now. It needs okay. a good cleaning, but, yeah. So like, you always
1: have something you can whip together. Like,
0: I have five different kinds of flowers. Who needs that? I don't know. I just, I think it's, like you said, it's a hobby for me, so yeah. I'm just
1: trying to find I think that's about. good, though, that it, I think that it's important to call it a hobby. I you like hobby. cooking. Yeah. I do. I like really think that's important. It's uh, it's kind of like a self-care form. Yeah, I agree. Okay. Uh,
0: what do you do when you're too tired to think about cooking? Ugh. I don't do it. You don't cook? No. But you still need to eat. So what do you do?
1: Um, This just happened yesterday. I'll make oatmeal. Oh, okay. i throw peanut butter in it. Or I'll have fruit with peanut butter. Or I'll make a sandwich if I have lunch meat. I don't, yeah, this just happened. It used to be, for me, uh, cereal. Oh, it's always cereal, but I can't keep that in the house anymore. Yeah, same. I can't keep it, it cannot come in because mm-hmm. it will be eaten. Yeah. I will t- tell you this, though. I've noticed that when I don't feel like cooking, it's usually, I'm not hungry.
0: Oh. I've noticed that about myself.
1: And that's when I'm like, I don't feel like cooking, guys. Right. Sorry, find something to eat. So then for me, it's just something real little to eat because I'm not hungry. So when you don't cook, is everybody okay to sort of fend for themselves? Usually they are. Usually they'll say, what do you, what do we have? And I'll say, well, there's this in there, or there's, you know, always peanut butter and jelly, or there's lunch meat, or there's usually something that they can do, and they're never mad about it. Oh, okay. Usually. Yeah. And my house would be, oh, let's order pizza today then. Oh, well, usually it, it does belong. Sometimes that happens too, but, yeah. but I don't usually do it then. Well, this All was right. fun, actually. Very fun. I'm just trying to think of... New ideas that we can all we can make as our call to action this week for it. Do you have an idea? I don't have an idea for the call to action, but we did talk about learning about herbs, so maybe that would be. <gasps> Why don't you pick an herb and I'll pick an herb? Okay, and we'll come back with like what we did with it or what we tried or all right, what I we found that. out. Yeah, because I, that those scare me a little bit. Okay, so this was just a fun. Kitchen confidence, and we're going to take it a step further and pick a a spice or a season or an herb that we like.
0: Well, and I think the reason why that's such a good call to action with the kitchen is the kitchen can be overwhelming. Yeah. And especially when you're cooking for yourself, you're just like, forget it. I don't even want to try. But the fact that we pick something simple, it's going to make it more fun. And it gets you
1: out of a rut. Yeah. And I think a lot of times we quit caring about our health and our food. Because we were eating the same food over and over oh, yeah. and over again. And if we just spice it up a little bit, we might get literally, back in. Literally. <laughs> we might get back into it and go, all right, now I care about my food again. Yeah. So this is a good challenge. I think so. It was a good... It's good... a little scary, but it's good. Why is it scary? Because I'm scared of herbs. Okay.
0: I'm a little scared of herbs too. Especially if it's going to be overpowering or I don't know how to use
1: it or I don't know how it's going to taste. Oh, man. All right. this is. right. I'm going to write it down. So we both have the same one, but just choose different herbs. Yes. All right. All right. Sounds good. All right. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening today. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and give us a five-star rating.
0: Or you can share the podcast with your friends and tag
1: us. On Insta, you can find us at healthcoachkamna and www.chickleah.com. Or on Facebook, you can find us at Leah's
0: WW and Health Coach